0: There are two types of climate heroes, those that speak to the people and those that speak for the earth. Those that speak to the people are household names, but unfortunately, sometimes those who speak for the planet can feel as if they are shouting into the wind. The majority of heroes on the front lines of the fight against climate change go unheard, Often, the voices of the communities that are most threatened by climate change are silenced by discrimination or isolation. Today, we hear from someone who would probably not call himself a climate hero, but who is nevertheless making an indelible impression on the Earth through persistent and humble leadership. He is literally saving the planet one step at a time. Hussein of the Wirgani Eco Lodge is a Berber hiking guide in the high Atlas Mountains of Morocco. So we've walked with you, Hussein for close to 56 kilometers and you know we've weaved through um, countless villages and forested areas and seen people going about their livelihoods and collecting branches and harvesting and working hard. Um, so I'm wondering if you can tell me a little bit about how you've seen climate change affect Morocco.
1: The climate change really affects not just Morocco but all over the world But especially Morocco as Morocco is one of the Africa countries and Africa it's the driest uh, continent in all over the uh, the world and we can see we can see the the, the effects of the climate change even now in, in the high Atlas mountains like if you were here 10 15 years ago you wouldn't see these solar panels as you can see now because at that time there was enough water and people don't dig to get water to make wilds and they got water, but now every year we get more wilds around the whole Atlas Mountains and in the flat lands also, which is a big a big problem. That it's the result of the climate change. As we organise Morocco Moroccan government has organized uh, a, a climate change conference in 2016 which called marrakesh cop van cop van du, and the moroccan government already has taken some decisions to reduce the to reduce pollution by limiting the the plastics like 10 years ago because the 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 decision was taken from 2020 uh, t- 2010 Before that, you can see plastic bags everywhere in all over the country. We use plastic bags everywhere. If we just want to buy like five uh, uh, Mm breads, then we we use plastic bags to to get everything from this. From the as I told you before, we have these market days, thousands of people coming from different villages to buy things and you can find plastic bags everywhere, people selling plastic bags everywhere, so you don't Take anything from like a special bag, that like a, a, a like a environment friendly bags to to use. We just go and when we buy things and we just get plastic bags from the sellers, mm-hmm. and we finish it from it. Then we throw it. People throw it anywhere. But now, as I live in the Atlas Mountains, I can see the difference between before that decisions. And now mm-hmm. it re- it really reduced, but we still need quite long to stop or to limit the the pollution.
0: Yeah, what other kinds of incentives has the government uh, put out in order to encourage um, just regular citizens to kind of invest in renewable energies?
1: Uh, Yes, uh, the, the government has taken, as I told you, some decisions and uh, initiative to at least to plant to make more, uh, we call it uh, mm-hmm. a green, green Morocco, mm-hmm. which is in Arabic, al-Maghrib al by planting the, the trees, especially pine trees, cactus, uh, juniper, which grow naturally. If like you see in front of us, that forest, that place... 20 years ago was empty like the other one there, or just above that village. Mm-hmm. So these trees have been planted there for like 17 years now. And they do plant thousands thousand of trees in all around the, 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 the country, or we, or we can say million of trees, which is, uh, which is good, which, uh, which we really like. It's to reduce the pollution and in the same time to stop the landslides as we live in the, in the mountains, yeah. as you see.
0: It sounds like Morocco kind of uses, like, these ancient traditional methods to combat climate change. Like, on one of our treks, you mentioned um, the irrigation system that was Exa- thousands of years old.
1: Exactly. It's a very old system, and we still use it. We still keep it, and it will be for the next and the next generations. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, I really like that, that, that thing to stay we know that's like, uh, we got modern materials that we can use to irrigate our our, our ter- like uh, fields, these small terraces. But people prefer to keep the, the irrigation system. As one of our, it's from our culture and our, and our traditions. So, and we get it from uh, like our parents and mm-hmm. our parents get it from their parents. And it's it will stay forever because we uh, if you walk around these villages and you can see many constructions in these irrigations. That means it's a plan for the next and the next generations to keep and to use.
0: Yeah, hopefully, as long as the Uh, earth is still around. Um, Can you tell me about how climate change is affecting um, the community's access to food and water?
1: Uh, Yes, yeah. Uh, It's really, it's a big change in. We can see, as I am, as I have a family and they used to go to these market days. The prices are increasing double and tripling some things. That's because of the dryness. As I told you yesterday about the olive oil, uh, between two years ago and the last year, and this year, it's a big difference. As I told you, like the prices gets to double prices. It's because of the dryness same with vegetables mm-hmm. we used to get vegetables with a very reasonable reasonable prices but like this year especially because it's the result of the last year yeah. dryness right. we hope we hope because the decisions that are taken by the government in all over the world will change and will make things to get better we really hope so because it really affects us mm-hmm. and we believe that it affects all over all over the world
0: yeah. Is there are there any groups of people who can't afford enough food?
1: Uh, we have like this kind of charities mm-hmm. helping locals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moroccan charities, or even we got charities from from other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just to offer the food, but to to let like the girls keep studying. We have one yeah. of the of the the charities which called the Education for All. Uh, which belongs to Richard, Richard Branson, mm-hmm. and uh, that hotel in front of us called Casbah and it's one of the these charities who keeps the the especially the girls. They offer they offer houses for the girls near the the secondary school, yeah. just to to let them keep studying, which was not like uh in my generation mm-hmm. didn't study they the didn't girls they didn't study because they were not able to go and stay somewhere for a whole week yeah the secondary schools are always far from the the countryside like mm-hmm. this is our area to go to the secondary school it's 17 to 20 kilometers and behind that ridge there is another valley with many villages they face same problem. Even the, the distance from there to the secondary school it's longer than mm-hmm. than from here. So at that time, the girls were not able to study because the families were afraid of their of their daughters to go and stay away from right. them. But because of these charities, we get many girls studying. And many girls now having jobs, which really improve the economic situation of Mm. themselves and their families.
0: Yeah, and it gives them some kind of autonomy too. Uh, Yes, exactly. Education. Um, What do you think are the greatest needs of children here?
1: As in, in everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: Well educated and Mm health. So we are lucky that. there is a decision of uh, secondary school will be built in just between these two villages. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said in the next weeks they will start. We had a very basic hospital just down. We will pass through it tomorrow when we came down to yeah. finish our trek in Emilil, And they, they really extended. it. Uh, it was a very small and basic. It's just for like the first aid, mm-hmm. but now they extend it. And it will be like for the first aid and for the women who want to give a birth, which yeah. is uh, which helps actually, which right. which is nice. We we see it and we believe it's a big change for us mm-hmm. in this in this area.
0: Yeah. Um, do you do you know if people here in general know what climate change is? Do they learn about it in school? And do the adults like know that it's a scientific phenomenon?
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's from school and uh, like. Our life teaches us more than sometimes from the school, because mm-hmm. you get to see, like, uh, our, like our parents told us, Do you know, the, we used to get like that level of snow in the winter, just to get to the other side, to that village, you need at least three days because of high mm-hmm. snow. But now it's getting less, And we yeah. were skiing in front of my house, like where I live, in front of my We were skiing there during winter. Mm-hmm. But it's been quite a long time we didn't because we don't get that much snow. Yeah. I can say uh, this three weeks ago, we got that much snow. But we usually get that much in <laughs> December and January. Right. Where the temperature it's lower and then that snow can stay for longer. Mm-hmm. If you can see around Emily here, this was full of snow exactly in the 17th of February, yeah, and it's less than it's. We can say a month, but the whole now melted because of the the climate. Yeah, it's. Uh, this is hotter than it used to be. Right. Like even March. Yeah, so everyone can see the 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 effect of the the climate change.
0: Mm-hmm. Are kids learning about it in school?
1: Yes. yes yeah, but are. it's. We still need actually. You know, Morocco is a developing country. It's mm-hmm. not a developed country. So we still need a really. A quite a long time to let everyone know how important is the environment and how yeah. important how hard how hard work is waiting for us to keep and to protect the environment that's surrounding us mm-hmm. so it, yeah it will take quite a long he's time. an
0: outspoken yeah. uh, environmentalist in his village we he offers a first-hand perspective on climate garbage. change's mm-hmm. devastating uh, and uh, disproportionate uh, the impact on marginalized communities areas. The land we that he and his forebearers can, like, have navigated, really depended on and protected from for millennia yeah. is shifting Here and deteriorating before his eyes.
1: I spent four days exploring the, garbage, the high Atlas at Mountains with Hussein as my guide. Mm-hmm. As he patiently answered my questions, and, uh,
0: his breadth of uh, knowledge uh, and his indefatigable who sense who of hope and determination stuck out to
1: me. Though his voice
0: is not amplified by the mainstream climate movement, Hussein makes an indelible impression on those passing through this for the whole landscape that they carry with to, them to the to far corners of the
1: Earth. People setting out on a trek with Hussein may not intend big, to become so change, intimately connected with the, the environment. environment. But when yeah,
0: you trek through the mountains, you begin to understand yes. that you are now part here? of the fabric of this uh, land. Yes, you have left a mark on
1: this Earth. But also taken home with you a greater knowledge and appreciation for how much we ask of the planet and the just oranges, how much we, we receive, receive we in return. Buy like and return. And Hussein, in his and then we uh, unassuming manner, to, for, has not just been guiding you the through the, the craggy mm. landscape, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. but so helping you, kind of you navigate your, uh, your uh, own yes, deeply personal connection yes. to the land anything else that we, that
1: we would all share. I really, yeah, as I am from this area, and I love, I was born and grew up here, and I want to stay here forever because it's, it's my favorite place, but I really want to see big in, from locals and from people who come to visit us from different cities in Morocco. As I told you, we have that problem of pollution, not with foreigners. Foreigners really respect our traditions and our culture, and they really respect the environment. They bring their garbage in their bags till they find a basket, and then I want, I want the locals to take this initiative and to take it as a good example and to learn from the others who come to visit our country mm-hmm. from a long distance. They come and they support us and they respect our environment. I want locals to learn this. I tried, you know, I am a member of association in my Village. I always try. Uh, we collect students from our school, the primary school, and we go from a time to time, we make a big operation to collect the garbage, mm-hmm. but I really want to see more green space and more yeah. clean, clean area
0: mm-hmm.
1: here in Tupkal National Park yeah. as we have the, one of the biggest national parks and the, one of the, the, the biggest tourist attractions in, in whole Africa and in all over the world. Yeah. This area, it's very popular, wherever mm-hmm. you go, we get people from all over the world. So I, I really want to, to see big change, big revelation in the, in the environments.
0: Thank you so much. You're welcome. I really appreciate this. You're welcome. With self-assurance and thoughtfulness, Hussein spoke to me about the power of traditional ecological knowledge and the importance of intergenerational allyship in the fight against climate change. He's determined to adapt and keep on pushing forward, resolute, resilient, relentless, and heroic, as he clears a path towards positive change amidst a changing climate.